going to be interviewing Knox McCoy of KnoxMcCoy.com and TVAsylum.com and ExtraBacon.com and the podcast Extra Bacon and the book Jesus and Hunger Games and all the other stuff he does, also from TCL, the Courtesy Laugh. Hey, guess what? Um, my name is Tyler Tarver, and you can find me at TylerTarver.com or at TylerTarver on Twitter. Guess what? You can also follow TalkHugs at TalkHugs on Twitter, TalkHugs.com. They'll take you to the Facebook page. Also, if you want to get a free audiobook of my book that I wrote, Letters to Famous People, that's not very good, but it's okay, but it's kind of in the middle of good, not good, you can go to iTunes, go to TalkHugs with Tyler Tarver, rate it five stars, then email me at TalkHugs at gmail.com and let me know that you did free audiobook free audiobook am i right guess what guess what i'm whispering i have no idea why i'm whispering i'm whispering shh do it quality's not great and that's because I just do it through Google Talk which means I just call somebody on the phone and phone records it but right now for you like this is my highest production podcast yet I have my laptop open in the passenger seat I've got my iPad open with the subjects I want to questions I wanted to ask you about I've got a microphone sitting on my cup holder facing me and I've got my headphones in my phone so Lots of technology going on right now. I'm flattered. I just want to say. You're worth every penny. (laughs) What? I don't ever notice a quality issue. It all sounds pretty stellar to me. It's really sweet of you to say, but I feel like you've just kind of... I mean, let's just be honest. Jared and I left a... I guess you could call it a booby trap in our last episode essentially calling you out and saying let's not tell Knox and let's just see if he's listening to this and apparently you didn't so it's okay I I definitely haven't listened to Jared's definitely okay it is okay it's okay it's just we were like it came up organically and we organically ate it and that's what happened mainly I just don't respect Jared so I won't listen to his podcast (laughs) it was it was really his podcast it was talk of Jared Hollier and he interviewed me Okay. So, so that was but his. You know what? That, that's classic Jared. Classic Jared. He just he came in, he made it his own, and now I don't have a girlfriend. So, he's and he's dating both of them. Dude, it is like three in the morning right now. Usually, I drive talk as I drive home from work. I'm talking as I drive to work. And yeah. I, I was going to see if you'd never done this. I didn't think you had. No, this is far too early to have any conversation with any human being. Especially <laughs> one where you're trying to be, I don't know, entertaining in, in the slightest. See, I was, I was hoping to let the sleeplessness make it more entertaining. Oh, it probably will because, you know, I've always heard you're supposed to do stuff in the morning because you don't care as much about, like, your logic hasn't set in, so you'll literally do or say anything. Yeah. So, at least that's... So, you, wa- you waste all that time on, like, running 20 miles, working out, and driving to work. What? But you should be... You waste all that time, oh, you know, wasted. working out. I wasted. Yeah. yeah, I do waste it. Running half marathons and, and driving to work when, yeah. you know, you, you should I, be making important creative decisions. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Not only creative, financial decisions. I need to start buying things off Amazon in the morning. 
You I really got, should. My wife will get home, there'll be like three boxes. She's like, why do we have like a llama's hat, three boots, and, and fishnet stockings? I was like, sweetheart, I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, you're like, don't question the process, just be nope. glad it happened. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's exactly it. Uh, See, I've, I've, I've been recording um, on, uh, on the X-Break. I've been recording video, you know, the Google Hangout like you saw. Yeah. Um, my wife's calling in. Answer it. <laughs> Here, here's the test. She'll either call like 16 more times until she gets an answer or she just won't care anymore. I kind of feel like it's going to be 16 times. But I've been recording the video of all the extra bacon podcasts. So I'm super paranoid now when I'm doing a podcast of how I look. You know, just because you don't want to be like, no. look like an idiot and put it on YouTube and you know, go viral. Not that anything I ever do will go viral. But, you know, the one time you got a booger hanging out the whole time, that's what will go. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. So now, like, even though I'm not recording video right now, I'm, I'm super paranoid of where I'm looking so even though it's all your voice now like you're gonna say yeah, that the f word and I'm, I'm doing this live so yeah that's what's gonna happen yeah. I'm always afraid of saying something inappropriate because a lot of times I just say something and if I'm doing it live I just feel like that's the time when someone's gonna be watching and I lose my real job no you're exactly right that's what it'll be you'll do this for like eight months and then one time you'll do it live and you'll say something you'll get fired yeah I'll say like b-hole or something that, that would be kind of great if you got fired for saying butthole no, on just, a podcast. No, just b-hole. I just want to say b-hole and get fired. <laughs> like, I want to abbreviate. And I'm like, I meant Beatrice Hole. She's a <laughs> woman I knew from Europe. Do you think you'd still get fired if you if you meant bunghole? Or is that the same? If I what? If you meant bunghole. Bunghole? Mmm, I don't think so. That sounds more like, like a Ninja Turtles thing. Like, I think Ninja Turtles yeah. are acceptable. Yeah, like you could you could sell them on a dual meaning that you just didn't know about. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. I was saying black hole. Ooh, that's a good one. That's what I'll go with. Black hole. There you go. There it's you like, go. Black hole. There's a lot of dual meanings there. Scientific, baby. I was teaching class. You're welcome. All right, Knox, you ready? Let's get to the meat and potatoes of Let's this breakfast. We're eating meat and potatoes Let's. for breakfast. It's delicious. It's so early, dude. We're hustling. Okay. Have you ever eaten steak for breakfast? Um, no, I don't think so. I always see people move, like in in uh, Looper, they did it. Dude, was that and good? I wonder how that. Was that good? Oh, you haven't seen it? We went to go see it, and we were. It was between Looper and uh, End of Watch, and Amanda, she did. She wasn't a huge fan of Inception, and so she won't give movies like that a try. And I've heard it was kind of like Inception. Yeah, that's probably that's probably fair. But so you saw in watch. Yes. Wait, are we are we like are we recording the episode right now or am I just delaying it? No, we're recording. I'm gonna publish oh, okay. all this. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Um okay, did you like End of Watch? I did. I really did. Like I, I like the way it was shot, I like uh, the story. I kinda I mean, let's just say it was I mean it I was it was predictable, but I'm not the kind of person where that bothers me too much. Yeah. Like, I knew how everything was going to lay out, and then a couple things were said, and it verified how everything was going to lay out, and I was like, I know exactly how this is going to end. 
And, and, <laughs> right, right. But I was like, I was okay with it. I was like, I like the way they're writing it. I like the way they're making this. So, because I, I watched the the end, and I walked out and I was like mad. Why? And but then, well, I was mad because I think I'm so conditioned to watch a movie and expect a certain outcome. Yeah. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, no, that was cool that they did that because you expected them to do this. But they didn't, and that like there's respect for that that they didn't. Yeah. And I I loved the camera he used the whole time. Like I was in, I was infatuated with it the entire movie. Well, you're in luck then, Mister, because there's something that you and I know that not everyone listening does. That's what's up. <laughs> that you're that I, I like I win a camera for coming on. Is that you is win that a, what it is? You win a camera from coming on. Yeah. No, don't, don't you give away prizes? I have, yes, yes, yes. You win a camera. You win two cameras. We're going to put them up in your two? car. Yep, or little bitty <laughs> ones. We're going to put one up on you, this. On your, I'm pointing to it. You can't see me because you're in another state. But I'm pointing to the corner of my car, and then I'll put one in the other corner of the car, and we're going to record every car conversation. We're going to call it Dashboard Confessionals Live from Tennessee. Can I make an embarrassing um, admission? What, you love Dashboard Confessionals? I used to love Dashboard Confessional. Mm. See, I dated a girl for a little while. Like, I don't even know if you count as dated. I hung out with a girl for a little while, and she was a big fan of them, so I like to act like a big fan of them, but I really only liked one song of theirs, just like way too Which much. One? Stolen? Wasn't mm. that Dashboard See, Confessionals? I, that, that, I think that was a deeper cut. I think you were... You had a little more, uh, a better taste than I did. I went straight for, like, the, the commercial hits. <laughs> what was... Like the, uh, what was it, So Long, Sweet Summer? Well, uh, so Long, Sweet Summer. That... Yeah. What, what was the other one? The, uh... Oh, they used it on the hills a bunch. Uh... Screaming Infidelities. Yes. Okay. I remember that one. I didn't know Stolen yeah. was a, was a deep cut. I got it from, uh... Scrubs. Did you ever watch Scrubs? I, I only picked it up like on, I guess FX. It's wholly out of sequence, and I liked what I saw, but I never like committed to it. Yeah. Well, I used to be a waiter, and so I'd come in at like one o'clock, and I was like always kind of still riled up for a couple hours, so I would just watch. There was a website out that had like every all six, like six or seven seasons, and I just started watching it. And that was By waiter, do you day. mean like stripper, like Magic Mike? Yes, yes. I, That's okay. I, danced, I just wanted, I wanted to be clear. I danced in very cheap Walmart sweatpants just because they slid around a lot. And I'd, pick, mm-hmm. I'd pick girls up and say, what's up, girl? And she'd say, not much, boo. And I'd say, hey, ma. And she'd go, what's up? And I'd go, let's ride. She'd say, all right. And then we... See, that, that kind of sounds more like prostitution from how you just described it. If by prostitution you mean serving food, then yes, it was food prostitution. Kind of like you were a pizza delivery guy. That's exactly what I was. And by pizza delivery guy, I mean prostitution. If uh, if you had to be if you had to be stripper at a restaurant, what would be the worst kind of restaurant to be one at? Oh, McDonald's. Like kind of McDonald's. Food? It's way too bright in McDonald's. 
Like the lights are always cranked up, and so you'd be, it'd feel like in the middle of the day, all the time, like, and you would just and like I, be dancing. Everybody's just like, "Yo, what's the player doing?" <laughs> Will Smith goes and to I McDonald's. Feel like people would be like legitimately the 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 patrons there would be legitimately enthused that you're stripping there. Yeah. You know, like if you went to Outback, people would be like, "Come on, you know, I'm trying to eat here." Yeah. But like McDonald's is like, why not? You yeah. Know? They'd be like, "Yeah, boy." Plus Outback, <laughs> Outback is lit like like a strip club anyway. It's like it's so dark and they've got a couple spotlights. Like it's ready. Like you'd go in That's there true. and it's just. No, I mean, it would they would make you feel comfortable. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. trying to play baseball at like a baseball club. That right. was the worst sentence ever. <laughs> <laughs> like trying to play baseball at a baseball club. Yeah, exactly, Tyler. <laughs> No, that's perfect. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because all the baseball clubs, you there's, know. There's a lot of baseball. It's a big thing. They're very welcoming yeah. to people wanting to play baseball. Because yeah, it's it's more an urban thing, so <laughs> don't worry about it, people who don't know. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Baseball clubs. Anything else yeah. to have been said? said no, no. Basket, basketball to YMCA. I could have said that. I, I mean, I really could have. I had endless options. Soccer. At a youth league, I don't know anything. Baseball to base, no baseball to baseball club. That's it, done. Because I'm, I'm trying to think what a baseball club would look like. Like you just I mean, you walk in. It's just a group where guys hang out and they talk about sports. Maybe we maybe we hit the ball around. You know, maybe we're tired. Maybe we should watch a couple movies. Field of Dreams. I don't know. We could do anything we want. I mean, it's just kind of whatever okay. happens. When you like, do you go dressed up as a baseball player to the baseball club, or do you go to the club? To dress up. I mean, if you have a jersey, that's great, but nobody's going to pressure you. I mean, as long as you pay your dues, you're part of the club, okay? Yeah. It's like a a loose-knit fraternity. Like, we don't make you come to meetings on Monday nights. And no, you don't have to act like you like everybody in the group, except for the one guy everybody chooses to hate. Yeah. Isn't that kind of the theme for fraternities? The way my buddies that are in fraternities, it's always kind of the theme. And they would have, like, fraternity, everybody would pretty much like each other except for one guy who was, like, around 90% of the time at every event because he didn't have anybody else to hang out with. But that 10% he wasn't around, they just just, just thrashed him. Like, they hated Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Yeah. Ugh. I, uh, my roommate in college, he was that guy, like, the whipping boy. Yeah. And uh, I remember one night at 3 a.m., like, they banged on our door, or somebody was banging on our door, and I answered it, and it was, like, three fraternity brothers and, like, camo, and they had BB guns. And they were like, where's, where's Scott? And I was like, fraternities sound like the worst thing ever. If people are waking you up uh, at 3 a.m. to shoot you with a BB gun. Uh, and did, that's what they did. Did they, did they just shot him with it? Was he in the fraternity or was he just somebody they hated? He was, I guess, pledging or rushing. I think rushing, is that right? Rushing is when they, I think that's past the first line of defense to get into their awesomely stupid club. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what he was doing. It was like a it was like a nine month rush too. Dang. See, yeah. here's the thing. My brother, he was in a fraternity, and he was like real into it and stuff and all that. Here's the, like, if someone called me in college, and it's like two or three in the morning, and they're drunk and they're like, "Could pick me up?" I'm like, um. No thanks, bro. Or I'll be like, I'll be there in a minute. Hang up and never go. <laughs> I'm not gonna pick up your stupid face because you're doing something that I think's already stupid in college. I'm just, I would have had no patience at all. Yeah. 
I'd be like, listen, I would, but I'm going to this baseball club, I'm so going you're going to figure club. it out. Yeah, sorry. I'm making a jersey. It's got Elmer's glue and glitter, and it's going to be rocking. I'm going to be the envy of the whole baseball club. Yeah, listen, bro, I got a stripping sesh at McDonald's here in 10, so I'm not going to be able to make it. So, figure it out. <laughs> I'm going to go dance with the overweight people who dine in and make it like it's a fancy outing at McDonald's. <laughs> you notice that when you roll in, sometimes there's these people that are sitting there and they're just like acting like they are at freaking Outback or Benihana's and they're just like, yeah, what's up? We're at McDonald's. We're going to eat out. And I'm like, really? I don't want to stay in here longer than like 20 seconds or else I might get urine on me. Uh, yep. See, we're at my son, bro. We're at the age where he thinks like there's no better or worse. Every restaurant is just every restaurant. Yeah. So he calls McDonald's old McDonald's and he thinks like it's the cream of the crop. And we try to sell them on Chick-fil-A because it's a nicer, cleaner experience. But oh yeah, he's pretty adamant about Old McDonald's being the one. And I'm like, what? You know, kid, you just don't know. You don't know yet that you could get like flesh-eating bacteria at McDonald's. Yeah. Especially in the South. I don't know how it is like everywhere else, but in well, the South, like the rural McDonald's are the grossest places ever. Oh yeah. Up here in the North, Arkansas. Yeah, it's the same. So the North is the exact same. Dude. But, but uh, I, I think I like that I like Rose Logic and how old Mac, he calls it Old McDonald's and it's nice yep. because they did name a popular song after it. You know? <laughs> right. And he, the guy had a farm, so the food is like real. It's not just where it's <laughs> packed into warehouses and fed hormones. It's a real farm, and he's got you know chickens and ducks and stuff like that. Well, and he probably thinks it's all free range too, so you know it's it's probably good for the environment and everything. Yeah. And he's Ro is it, quite the hipster. He yeah he is. He's got hipster tendencies for sure. He still dresses up like a pirate from time to time. Completely ironic. So ironically. Yeah. <clears throat> um, if if you had just done a session at McDonald's, you know like how you could get like free food or free drinks. You know. Yeah. Like what what free food item would you request at McDonald's uh, directly after a strip? Stra- strawberry lemonade smoothie. Oh, okay. So you'd go more drink wise. Like you wouldn't go. I can't eat their food, man, unless it's breakfast. Like their food <laughs> is just like just thinking about it <clears throat> makes me want to do the opposite of eating, and that's called throwing up. Even like even the fries. I feel like the fries have always. Oh been no, a I would eat approach. the fries. I forgot about the yeah. fries. Straight up forgot about them. Any burger sounds disgusting, but the French fries. Yeah. Like I've gone through and gotten a frappuccino and French fries, and that was my dinner. I did yeah. that before my one and probably only ever stand-up thing I ever did. I ate a, <laughs> the large, super-sized french fries and a frappuccino, and I went in and bombed, and we'll never do it again. <laughs> so you're not going to resume that part of your career. I'm, that makes me disappointed. Well, Knox, I didn't get great reviews. Uh, well, I mean, it was in front of like a bunch of students that I taught, so some of them laughed, you know. I don't know, because they were expected to, I guess. Some of the parents looked like they were sitting through a, like, death row sentencing. Like, they looked like they hated every second of it. They told me to get off because there was time. I made fun of the guy who told me to get off because of time, and he was a kid. And so, and then I, I sent it to three people, and I said, hey, let me know what you think, any constructive criticism. And I never heard back from any of those three. So I would assume there was nothing constructive to be said. I'm not going to name names about who any of the people were that I sent it to. Um, 
I'm not gonna say what any of them. I'm not gonna say any of them's names rhyme with Rocks and Stoys, uh, Married Smalliers, or Rosa Caravans. None of them are similar to that. I'm just gonna say it, that that pretty much turned me off to ever doing something like that because I sounded stupid. Here's the way I looked at it. I watched it and I thought you're gonna be harder on yourself than anything I can say. So I'm not gonna the, I'm not gonna pile on here. You know. Cause you, you know, you, you, you were there. You saw it. Yeah, it was it, rough. It's not. It's not that you were bad. It seemed more like you were frazzled the whole time. And unprepared. Which is understandable. Did it seem unprepared? A little, yeah, a little. I mean, who can be prepared for that format? You know. Well, let's also say that I was super unprepared because my preparation was, I went into my words and sentences book and read a couple jokes and then I went up there and started <laughs> talking. That was as much as I prepared. For the entire Have you thing. considered tailoring a routine more around the piano? <laughs> yeah, I could. If I'm going to sit down at one and play it occasionally, I might need to learn to play it and or no, incorporate see, I it. I think you start there and just figure it out. I <laughs> so think that's where you, you wing think it. That was my golden part. Was the I, yeah. I think that's that's where you were sitting on opportunity. <laughs> you know. Oh, that was so awful. I just <laughs> I hit it with my hands at the end of when I said finish the sentence. Uh, it wasn't even a beat. Uh, that was so gross. Yeah, I'm done with that crap. Pre-recorded, you can always edit it out. <laughs> but then again, I don't edit it out. It's not like I care enough afterwards anyway, so I'm not going to edit this. It's just going to be all big chunk. I think you should record a video reenactment of it and put it on your YouTube channel. Like me, like doing stand up again, but like yeah. mocking the but way it, I do it. Yeah, it just says like a dramatic reenactment. <laughs> and then edit out all the crappy stuff and leave just the good, the best parts, which was one yeah. joke that I'd read out of my book. <laughs> like the only part that was like universally good was whenever I said, uh, you know, I think people that listen to Little Wayne get a bad rap. <laughs> and that was, that was the only. Like, if people paused, and then they laughed, and then it was all downhill from there. Like, not even downhill. It's like you walked off the end of a cliff like Wile E. Coyote. It was awful. You know what? But forget forget me and my abysmal stand-up career. Let's talk about you. You've got a lot of projects going on, and I want you to talk about them. Okay? First one I want to oh, talk boy. about. All right? I know this is the first podcast you've ever done in your life right now with me right here. But it is. you've it's, got it's Extra so Bacon, which is also a podcast that you've done five or six episodes. I think we're right around the same. I think yeah, we've I'm got not sure. five or six. We've done like one a week, and last week we did two for The okay. Walking Dead. Yep, then I think we are. We're pulled in the same. And that's the only one I haven't listened to is the, the newest Walking Dead one because I have not caught up. I've only finished the first season. So. Okay, so you're trying to catch up. Well, it's... It's behind, like, I've got to finish some weddings, and then I can put my priorities back in line like they're supposed to be. Right, like, so you can watch shows like The Walking Dead. That should be priority number one. Yep, that and Dexter are my two I need to catch up on. Oh, man, me and my my wife watch Dexter, like, religiously. It's it's actually pretty good this season. Last season was awful, but this season's good. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I've got, I got, like, three or four episodes in. I think he had just started taking his kid to daycare. And or whatever it was, and um, mm-hmm. and then I remember reading how much you hated Colin Hanks, and I liked Colin Hanks, but you straight up hate Colin Hanks. Like I, I listened to a podcast called I think I think this is it. It's called Making It with Ricky Lindholm, yeah. and it talks about how like people get started 
like in showbiz or whatever. Yeah. And I was updating my podcasts yesterday, and I saw he was the guest. And you know what I did? What? I lit my computer on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Did it run faster or slower as it was dying? Like some people kind of get get jittery, other people's kind of just bloop. Yeah, it went it went way faster. Good. I just poured some gasoline and, and it went right up, and I I just kind of sat back in my chair and reclined and watched it happen, and I was okay with it. And then, like as it was burning, like Tupac walked in, he was like, "Hand you a business," and handed you a gun, and you started <laughs> shooting it, just like at the end of above. Was it above the rim? And then, have you seen that? <laughs> Dude, uh, okay, so here's the deal. We were at, uh, I play, I pl- started playing flag football, and I'm on the team, and we've got, uh, you know, we've got a couple, we got, a, okay, we got one guy, he's uh, African-American. He's a cool guy, very athletic, seems neat, I like him. Well, we're sitting there, and, you know, it's like the second day I've ever been around him. And so we're sitting there, and they're talking about a play, and I see his shorts, and they say above the rim. I go, oh, Tupac, Tupac's movie. And he looked at me and goes, Oh, what? And turn to the other, <laughs> turn to one of the other black guys. Like I'm not allowed to know what above the rim is. And like this guy saying Tupac out loud. And I was like, Well, it is. It's Tupac above the rim, where the guy. And then, and then I said that part of the movie. I said, You know, he walks up to the other dude. He's like, Hand me your business. And he walks up and shoots the guy. And then, and they were like, Oh, what? What? Like I'm not allowed to watch that movie. Like I, I, I could see me getting like out, like weirded out if he like watches Arrested Development. But, like, I don't think why he should, like, I mean, I guess I can see why he thinks that. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty white. Totally. Pretty totally, white. Totally, yeah. What, and because Tupac now, like, he's becoming less and less uh, something white people know about. You know, he's something only African Americans or uh, have carried on, so. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like I'm not still buying do... his CDs. Right, right. Because I buy his MP3s. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right, sorry. No, but extra bacon. Let's talk about I, extra bacon. Well, please, let's. Let's do it. Okay, so the premise for extra bacon is, you tell me because I will screw it up. Go. That's a that's a great idea. Your guess is probably better than what we think it is. Really, we just like to talk about a lot of random stuff, and instead of it being like extra TV or extra movies or sports, we're like just. Everybody likes bacon, so let's just make it extra bacon. Yeah. And the, the hope is whatever we talk about will be nice, and it'll be a nice addition to someone's day. So in that effect, it'll be like bacon, we hope. Okay. Yeah, it's something. Not, not, not just bacon, extra bacon. Like, everybody needs some bacon. But it's like, right. do you want some more? And there's like three pieces left, and you're like, no, I could do some extra bacon. Right, right. We're assuming everyone eats bacon every day like we do. So... You know, we want to say extra beyond that, not just regular bacon. Because then it would have just been regular bacon podcast. Yeah, you'd you know? think, oh, I need this to survive. Right, right. But you don't want to put that kind of pressure on your podcast to be like, oh, this is no. the survival of humans. Yeah. We want to aim for bacon and then always underachieve, which I think is what we've done. So, Well, I really like the podcast. I listen to it pretty much like in the mornings. My routine is... I like start off listening to the FM radio just to see if I can catch the traffic before I have to make a decision on to go left or right, which is the next hour of my drive. And they, mm-hmm. they, I, I very rarely catch the traffic in that like minute and a half drive to where I have to make the split. After that, I'm right. like, see you, FM radio, you're the worst. And then yeah. I, I go to my CD because it's easier to get to while I'm eating my pop tarts and drinking my my carnation instant breakfast. And then after that's <laughs> done, I go to my podcasts. 
And I always check extra bacon to see if y'all put some up that morning. And then I'll... I'm, I'm flattered. Well, I'm flattered and honored. Yeah. But y'all don't as often. Then I'll go to Comedy Bang Bang and then Bill Simmons and, <laughs> and then I'll roll around to Comedy Bang Bang and usually go to an old episode. So you you still have to listen to FM radio to get your traffic report, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can look at your phone and load it up and, it, you know, it has like red lines where it's where it's slow. But the thing is, like, I leave my house, and before I actually get to the interstate, it's, like, 25 minutes. So, like, there's yeah. never any traffic problems. And then right. when I get to the interstate, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's 16 wrecks. And a cop is standing in the middle of the road naked. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. This shouldn't slow me down at all. But that's what I – because I, I have a super easy drive to work. Like, there's never any issues because it's kind of over a mountain, so there's no one ever taking that road. Yeah. So I never have to deal with it. But – wouldn't you think they'd have some kind of traffic app that would more intelligently speak on the traffic settings? Like, someone just jumped from the edge of space, and, like, he survives, but we still can't figure traffic out, you know? Yeah, we still can't, can't communicate to drivers. Right. Hey, you shouldn't go this way. Yeah, because me and my wife, we traveled to Raleigh a couple weekends ago, and uh, we, we drove at night because the kids were asleep, and thought that'd be the best way to travel we were right it was a great plan except we hit like traffic like the state of north carolina shut down at night um yeah yeah it was like it was 10 i'd just taken excedra migraine red bull five hour energy and 30 minutes after that we sat in traffic for two hours so i was about ready to kill myself yeah that's the worst because i think i texted i texted you guys jared joseph kind of updating maybe to vent my frustration a little bit it just maybe maybe I want to hear about that in the presidential debates, like how we can fix that situation. Oh yeah. Hey, speaking of, that's the next topic. Let's talk about presidential debates, okay? Who you got? Yeah, no, I think just. <laughs> I think we should talk about politics in like excruciating detail. Let's do. It. And then like, here's the thing though: we should give our opinion so strongly, even though it's like based in like very surface topics that we haven't really updated ourselves on in the past eight or nine years <laughs> what do you think like we just no. kind of get a grasp for the republicans and the democrats and we'll just pretty much play the christian card with republicans and then play the helping others card with democrats what do you think honestly i think we should just post really snarky comments on facebook and leave it there you know what and not even like real quick comments i think we should make them like at least something where the person has to click more to see how much more irritating we are as people yeah, I mean, I think that's some, the most thoughtful and productive way to go about it is to just really bite-sized, snarky comments on Facebook and maybe even Twitter. I don't yeah. know. I think I need to like I should get. I'm hoping that the self-control I show whenever I accidentally get on Facebook and see people's opinions, like I think like the self-control I have from not getting on there and being like, "Oh my goodness, your opinion!" like exclamation point at everything. I should get, like, some gargoyles to guard my house in heaven. Like, that's what, like, I, did, I get to heaven and God's like, okay, you didn't comment on this, this, this. Here is your gargoyle. It will come alive from 2 to 4 a.m. and protect your house. Like, yes. it's your reward. I love it. I love that you need a gargoyle in heaven to protect your house also. Well, you know what? Some people barely get to heaven, okay? Not everybody gets there because they're awesome all the time. Right. No, it's totally true. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime I'm on like social media, I, I, opinions don't bother me. It's like when they're like, 
you're so tardy, duh, duh, duh. Yeah. Like that they that you don't believe what they believe, and it's I don't know. I think a million people have said it, but some I think someone said during election election season, Facebook is like the sorting hat on Harry Potter for who's going to get blocked and who's not. <laughs> I've never heard that. That's awesome. Yeah, I think Jared retweeted somebody said that, but um, I don't even care. If you believe like I believe, I just like just don't do it. You know, just keep it to yourself. And here's the thing: I can handle one or two. You know, okay, you gave your opinion. Oh, okay, you gave it again. That's cool. I get it. You're super Republican. Which I'm from Arkansas, so the most vocal are the Republicans. Yeah. But the Democrats come out in the comments. Like they're not the ones who initiated it, but in the comments they'll be like, "Well, what about this?" And they're like, "Oh, well, this and this." And they're like, "Oh, what about this?" You know, and so I don't even know where I was going with this, but the point is, if you put it up, like literally every time I see your little square face on my picture scroll when I sign on to make a comment and ignore everyone else, like that's when I'm like, okay, I really want to make fun of you really bad. (laughs) And I I do, I do, but it's like I take it so subtle, like I'm just like, oh, blame the Democrats slash Republicans. Like I always like to make it look like. You all say the same thing. You're blaming the other person. Yeah. The whole yeah. time for all your problems. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be glad when the election season's over and I can get back to seeing people post about Honey Boo Boo. That's preferable. Yeah, that's always, always what you'd rather have. So yeah, did you, did you did you see last night that she came out as a uh, as a Democrat on G- on Jimmy Kimmel? Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was a big deal. I'll never forget where I was when it happened. Yeah, <laughs> it's like nine eleven. Like I know exactly where I was. Yeah, J- Jimmy Kimmel was trying to interview her, and like she was singing a song to herself, <laughs> just not not having it. And basically, he was like, "Yeah, Romney said he liked Snooki more than you." And so she she was like, "Okay, I pick Barack Obama." She and said, that was it. "Barack with an M." Yeah, yeah, like Morocco <laughs> Obama. That is pretty great. Yeah. Oh, so. honey, honey, boo, boo. See, I've never seen the show, but I've seen like a, a clip because you recommended it so highly. It's where she's like talking with her stomach or some crap. She's like, yeah. and she looks like she's like forty-year-old man's body, but squished down into a little girl. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are like are mad that she's has a TV show, but I just say, hey, good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Let her get some money so that she can destroy the rest of her life and her family for in the future. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's like child yeah. stars, like you, you you think you know, oh yeah, that'd be cool, my kid, he got in a commercial, you know, hit something he can remember, but what if he gets popular and he ends up like the freaking crackhead Olsen twins or something like that, you know? Like, it's so I, I, sad. They have to. I think that's the rule. Like, kid stars, like, they will get screwed up. Well, like, that's, that's just a fact. Well, then you got Neil Patrick Harris, who seems like, I mean, if you overlook... I mean, some people would argue one thing would be a big dif- dif- downfall of him. But other than that, I mean, he seems like a really cool dude. Yeah, that's a, that's actually a good point because it's almost like there's two different ways to go. You can be a child star who, like, continues to be in the spotlight or you can be one who falls off the yeah. face of the earth completely. And then falls off the wagon. Yeah, like, yeah, because, like, like, he felt he did, I guess, Doogie Hauser, and then you didn't hear from him, and then he came back. And it's almost like the hiatus of like not not doing anything was his crash back to earth or whatever. Yeah. Um, which I guess is preferred over you know Lindsay Lohan or whatever. 
Uh, Lindsay Lohan, she just gets on my dang nerves. It's it's uh, it's so sad because like I love Mean Girls and yes. every time it's on I watch it and she's she's good. I don't know if she's necessarily as good or Tina Fey just made it good, but you know it, it's just sad to see her be awful from that from from now on from that movie. It's like when she got skinnier is when she got worse and maybe that's the crack talking, but like she she was not super like in that movie yeah and she was good like yeah. i remember watching that movie when i was like cuz that came out early 2000s didn't it early mid 2000s i don't even remember i think it was 2003 4ish is when i was about to graduate high school and college and i remember watching it you, you think mean girls it's starring all girls you think oh it's you know super chick movie and then i watched it, i remember thinking this was legitimately funny like this was a good movie it and, really is. And you just, I mean, at this point, at that point, I don't think I had, I mean, there had just, there just, the wig, fay, polar era hadn't begun yet, really, to my knowledge. Yeah. And so I, like, I was just adjusting to, these chicks are, like, making legit funny stuff, like, and I was, yeah. I, mean, just, I just hadn't been used to it, because, you know, most of the time, before that, it was... I mean, Full House was the funniest chicks you get on TV, you know? <laughs> right, right. And it's like, you know, uh, how rude. And you're just like, what? It's not, is that humor? <laughs> yeah, no, it was totally the kickoff of that era. It was, I mean, it's still rewatchable. It holds up really well. Yeah. So good. So good. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to get off track. What's in store for extra bacon? The future of extra bacon? You're just going to keep rolling them out, or you think gonna move on to something else Uh, that's a good question i think we want to interview more people you know kind of like you're doing yeah um always that because that was the big thing um with i think you and i both we really love the courtesy laugh it's a it's a separate thing more like conducive to like just being stupid yeah ripping on each other yeah when like a lot of things i want to do because i used to do uh an interview series called Awesome Town, which I liked, yeah. and I spent a lot of time on, and I thought it was cool, but like no one ever read it because it was too long and it was written, and no one really cares that much. So I thought instead of doing that, why don't I interview people audio so they can easily listen to it? Yeah, because I, I just like talking to new people and different people and seeing what they do and how they do. Um, so that's that's kind of that. So I wouldn't have to force you and Joseph and Jared to have to sit through that and listen to me awkwardly interview people but yeah we just kind of want to do stuff um that i that we think is interesting like i think we did a walking dead preview uh season preview last week and uh i talked to clay and elise i think we're gonna do a weekly recap of the episode so just because i've always wanted to hear one of those uh but never have so i thought why not do it terribly and uh fill that void really not well, but it's still filling the void, I guess. You don't have to be humble. You guys are good. I haven't listened to Walking Dead, but I've listened to all the others, so I'm sure it's good. Just just admit I, how great you are. No, it's it's true. Like, I, I, I told Clay after, I was like, I don't know what I talked about for 40 minutes. I just blacked out there. So <laughs> I hope that was okay. Well, that was when Will Ferrell did his best at the debates in old schools, and he blacked out. So I expect good things. That's true. If you can beat James Carville when you black out, I mean, that's a good place to be. It is. All right, well, sweet. So, extra bacon, I see, is where you're putting your non, I guess, non-written 
efforts. Does that make sense? Like you're doing your you're doing the video hangouts on there. You're putting them on YouTube. You're doing your audio, and then so is extra bacon going to stay audio video, or is it going to become something that you write for? Because I know you like to write a lot because you do a lot of it. But then what is that? Well, I mean, what's what's the deal with TV Asylum? I guess is what I'm saying. I know you write a lot on TV Asylum. Is it going to be a transition over to Extra Bacon, or are you going to keep TV Asylum separate, or am I just going to keep talking and never finish so you can answer a question? I might just like be quiet, just see how far you go with it. Yeah. Just see how many things you bring in. <laughs> how many? Just... And then with TV Asylum, you pull into the My Bad Project <laughs> all of the things uh... that you're featured on WhatTheJazz.com. And for all of the things for the earth to do. Amen. Yep, everything you said is basically right, so we can just move on from there. <laughs> yep. No, TV Asylum, we're, we're trying to figure it out right now. I think um, we sunk a lot of time into it and had certain expectations, and some of those were met, some of those weren't. So now we're trying to revise them a little bit to be a little more realistic. Um, we've been super fortunate by having a lot of really awesome contributors um, I'm trying to think of all of them so I don't miss any of them like Laura McClellan, Matt Miles Molly Gentry, Jessica Butcher who's done some um, I know Clay Moore, he has a, f- a few in the hopper for us um, so I think we wanted to not be as, as time intensive as it was but still relevant because um, there's a tendency to want to like comment directly on stuff that just happened like recaps or whatever but I think most of what people are liking on there are the not timeless but things like that don't necessarily relate to the current tv schedule you know like yeah. stuff about full house or, or whatever so we'll, we'll definitely keep that separate from extra big i think extra big is going to be like an audio video kind of mainly i'm just trying to experiment with video to kind of learn it a little better uh in hopes that down the road there's some video things in store i know you and i have talked about a few things we want to do i don't know if you want to discuss those here but are you okay with it oh totally yeah totally. I'm good. i tried to let's do it i tried to shoot my part yesterday and uh literally the second i started um like they started doing heavy construction work like at the wall next door so i hit play and it was like <laughs> That is exactly how it goes. And the air conditioner will kick on and dogs will start barking irregularly. Not even to where you can clip it together, but like you'll have a dog barking in the first scene. It'll stop for the second scene. Third scene, it starts up. Fourth scene, it like says something backwards. It's just the worst. It never yeah, works. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm going to record. Which For which video are you recording? The one I was working on yesterday was your, your version. Okay. Yeah, okay. And then, yeah, I'll do both. I've already got my two locations. I can record one tonight and one tomorrow. So, I've already yeah, got... I'm, <laughs> and we'll I've got, I'm going to do one in uh, our playroom at home, so i got to wait till everybody's asleep. And then the other one I'm going to do at work. So, okay. I'm pretty excited about it. Me too. And I like how we're not giving too much information away to anybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, want, I want people to have to rewind and be like, wait, did I miss it? Like, what, did I zone out? And they explained it? Yeah. Oh, no, they didn't. They no, just they just started about talking about it as if they were having a conversation between just them and not <coughs> 110 other people. Oh, wait, we're recording? I didn't realize we'd been recording this whole oh, time. Oh, no, we're about to start recording. So if you could hit record oh. right now. Hey, okay. this is Tyler. I'm here with Knox McCoy. Knox, you've got a new book out called Jesus and the Hunger Games. Go. That's... 
That's true. That is, your information is correct. Okay, tell me about it. It is interesting. Not in a good way, maybe. <laughs> I thought you were going to end it in interesting. It is interesting? <laughs> and then I'm, I'm like, okay, what do I pick up from there? Where do I go from here? Yeah, yeah. What if I was just like, it's the best book ever written, so well, read, or read it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I tried to put off interviewing you so that I could finish reading it so I could have a better, like, talk into it. I'm still in, the like, the first chapter, though. Like, I started reading as soon as I got it, and then I just, I haven't been able to read anything. And it's not like I've been, like, sitting on my butt, like, watching TV. I haven't. Besides it's watching. It's probably all the, all the footnotes that are tripping you up. No, I like the footnotes. See, I love footnotes. Like, I'm always yeah. just so, like, I'm always torn, though. It's like, do I stop immediately when I see the footnotes so I'll get it, or do I wait till the end? And then I'm like, I know. oh. I just, I do it as soon as I, like, as soon as I finish that sentence that it's in, I go read the footnote. If not, yeah. I mean, you want commentary after it's said. You don't want somebody after the movie going, hey, do you remember in scene two? And he was all like, hey, and I was like, what? I completely improv that. You know, I yeah, don't want that. Yeah, That's the the uh, the one drawback to electronic, like, books is is that. Because, like, with, with a print, you can read the sentence, scan down, read the footnote, keep going. But this one, like, you have to scroll Scrolling's hard. Oh no! Uh, let's face it. I use my school issued you know? iPad, and I read it yeah. so good. Like it flows, flows like the See, rivers I, of. Like I'll, I, I read footnotes weird. I'll read like the whole chapter and then go back and read all the footnotes. And if I read a footnote that was funny, I'll go back and read the sentence or first two, and then like reread the footnote. So yep. it's really efficient. It's the most efficient thing ever, basically. Uh, that's one of the methods. Like that's what I, my that's my alternate method. Like if I'm really into what I'm reading, I'll just keep going. Like the Rob Bell books, uh, you know, if you ever read Rob Bell's books, at the end, he has like numbers, like it always has like little numbers, you know, footnotes or yes. end notes. I don't know whatever they're called, but uh, and there's like always like 180 of them. So by the end, it's like the footnote is like half the sentence because <laughs> it's put that little subscript or superscript or whatever it is. And then you go to the yeah. end and you read like eight pages of, you know, he's like, this is from Sean Penn's interview in Entertainment Weekly from 1995. And I'm like, oh, wow, what was that? And I, like, flip back, and it's like a treasure <laughs> hunt at the end of the book. Yeah. I, I was trying to see if I could do a footnote of a footnote, but it wouldn't work, so I was kind of disappointed about that. I've done uh, I've done that on uh, my website before. Like, I'll, I'll put uh, an asterisk in there or something, and I'll send it down <laughs> to the bottom, and then in the, in the thing that's getting the asterisk, I'll put two asterisks, and I'll put that underneath <laughs> it. An ex- like an inception of jokes. Nice. And I, nice. I, I was always really proud of them, but I'm still working as a teacher, so apparently I'm not that great at writing. <laughs> uh, baby steps, I guess. Yeah, right? baby steps. That's That would take forever to get anywhere, but yeah, baby steps. Yeah, it would. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, Jared, uh, I, I think I asked Jared for his thoughts because I knew he read it, and uh, he was like, um, there's a lot of footnotes. <laughs> oh, Jared. Like, right. Thanks, Jared. He knows that'll right, bring you down a peg or two, doesn't he? <laughs> I think that's his. Uh, if he was a superhero, he would be uh, uh, like Doctor Modester. Doctor, he Mod- would know just. He would know exactly how to make you feel more realistic about yourself. <laughs> it's me, the humbler. 
<laughs> yeah, the, the Humbler's probably better. The Tumbler? Dr. Modester. The Tumbler? Like, you give out free cups that are great and convenient? Uh, no, I will take you down a peg. <laughs> Why are you talking like you're really pompous? I'm from Hufflepuff. And what's his name? <laughs> what was that dude's name from Hufflepuff? It was always pompous. Like, every time he was introduced, he was pompous. Or he pompously said, what was his name? He, Ernie McMillan? Was that him? I don't know. I think it was. Now, let me, can I, can I tell you a joke I've been wanting to make on the Courtesy Laugh podcast, but we haven't recorded in 12 years, so yes, I can't. Yes, please do. I was going to wait until Jared made, like, a good point, and I was going to say, like, two points for Hollier Puff, and it was just going to be the best thing ever. <laughs> please still do, like, we should do that every, like, like, hopefully, well, we're going to link to the spider webs, okay, as soon as... We record again. Like, every time he says something good, we say it. Like, we overdo it. Like, it's not like, oh, that was funny one time. We make it funny because we just put its face in its own pee and spank it with a newspaper. <laughs> well, we just rate everything he says, and we'll, like, assign a point value. Like, some will be negative and some will be positive. Uh, two points from, from all your puff. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. Each person in the courtesy laugh is in a house. Who? Okay, we just we just nominated Jared for Hufflepuff. Sorry, Jared, this is the way it rolled out. It's your last name's fault. Okay, I think it's fairly obvious. Craven is uh, is straight up in Slytherin. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely, okay. absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, because well, just, I just know too much about Craven at this point mm-hmm. to to say anything else. All right, so he's meeting right. you for the best two houses. Okay, so we got Ravenclaw and Gryffindor. There's only one way to settle this. Beat it, knife style. Let's tie up, winner take all. Sound good? Wait, what? Beat it. Michael Jackson's beat it, you know, when they tie their hands and they do the knife battle and they jump in the air at the end of Beat It in the music video. I didn't know if you wanted me to make a beat, like if we were going to do like a... a, No, we're going to grab knives, tie our hands together, and cut each other. But But this is audio. Like, no one will be able to see that. Oh, Okay, well, now let's just let you pick them. As much as I would like to be Gryffindor, I don't think I'm pure of heart enough. Mm. You know? Do you mean, like, you're cynical, maybe? I liked how you, you were like, oh, like, you're, you're cynical, maybe? Like, knowing that's the truth, you know? But you, you did it really diplomatically, <laughs> you know, so you didn't come off like a jerk. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, so, you're not. I didn't that, no, but that's exactly what I mean. Like, you know, a Gryffindor would do that. They would be like, oh, like, so, uh, like, how you're the worst, maybe? Like, that's why you don't <laughs> that doesn't make you the Being cynical does not make you the worst. It makes you realistic. Okay? <laughs> Let's just get real. Uh, the world's pretty crappy. Most people are tools. No, see, but, but that's what qualifies you for Gryffindor. Like, for, for, for taking the effort to be like, oh, you suck, but I'm going to act like it's a revelation to me. And like, oh, okay, well, I haven't thought of that. Oh, well, here you go. <laughs> Whatever, you don't suck. But I'm not going to argue because I love to take Gryffindor. The colors are just really good. Just yeah, really, I really it is. like those colors. I don't even know what Ravenclaw's colors are. Blue and is it silver? Blue and gray? I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, Huffle- I can deal with that. Hufflepuff's the only one with the crappy colors. I mean, yeah, I, got, I would refuse to be in a Hufflepuff. If oh. I got sorted in a Hufflepuff, I would just walk out. No, I'd be like, screw this. I'd shoot somebody so they'd let me into Slytherin. Like, that's what I would do. <laughs> like, I, I think I saw a post, it was like a year ago, 
and it was it was really good. Uh, I think the good Gratesby did it. I don't know. I can't ever say his name right, but I like his stuff. Um, <laughs> he wrote as long like it was some post essentially saying, "I don't care what you do as long as you're not in Hufflepuff." Like that is hands down the worst. And you think to yourself, no, Slytherin's the worst because they're bad guys. No, they're powerful. And a lot of times it gets to them, yeah, but they're still powerful. Hufflepuff are insignificant. You're like, like at best, your sorting hat's like, the sorting hat's like, oh, you're a good friend. Boom, Hufflepuff. There you go. It's like you're not a complete jerk going to Hufflepuff. It's like. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's for all the people who've been like friend zoned yes. and everything. They go to Hufflepuff. <laughs> they're friend zoned yes. in the magical community, so they're stuck in Hufflepuff. Like you'll never so amount you, to anything. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. So your your philosophy would be just to kill people until you got into Slytherin. Yeah, essentially they're That's the people. Fantastic. That, they're the people that write textbooks about other yeah. people <laughs> in other houses. That's their job. It's like okay, record everything the important people do: the smart ones, the yeah. brave ones, and the bad ones. Yes, uh, yes. Gosh. I like that. I like the idea of, like, you getting sorted, and then you just kind of stand there and then killing someone, and then the sorting hat being like, nope, still Hufflepuff, no! and then like, you killing someone else. <laughs> <laughs> and then you start, like, <laughs> There's just, like, six bodies on the floor, and they're like, okay, fine, Slytherin. All right, fine, Slytherin. <laughs> just go, and all the, they're killing Hufflepuffs, and they could care less that they're killing Hufflepuffs. It's like, that's what you do <laughs> as a Slytherin. And like, the Hufflepuffs are just dropping, he's going to the table, just, and they're all just in there, hey, what's up? And he, like, goes to the next one, hey, what's going on? Like, they just saw the last one get killed, and every time he walks to the new one, they're too pansy to say anything. They're just like, That's Ugh. good. It makes it better because you're killing the house like you've been sorted into, so it's even more like I'm anti-Hufflepuff. Yes. That's good. And like, and no one cares the whole time. They're just like, well, uh, we lost another Hufflepuff. No big loss there. No. They're, they're extras in the Expendables. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. That's good. Uh, all right. There was one other thing. Well, we talked about Hunger Games very, very poorly. Uh, I'll, I'll attribute to that. But it's a really good book. You should go get it if you're not here. Or there, that sentence didn't make sense. Go buy it anyways, okay? It's like what, fifty bucks? Uh, it's six thousand. Just send 6, it right 000. to me, and 6, I'll, I'll walk it over. He'll yeah. walk it over. Would you? Okay, how much? I live in Arkansas. You live in Tennessee. That's what a probably seven hour drive, maybe. I'm literally mm-hmm. just guessing. All right, how much would I have to pay you to walk from your house to my house right now? Get up, walk out, and bring me a copy of the Hunger Games, Jesus and the Hunger Games. So it's it's seven hours driving. Yep. We're, we're assuming. Um, can can we extrapolate that to walk time? Um, I think it's like dog years. So okay. it, it'd be five days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's right, but we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> it would take. Uh, I'm, like I would do like I don't value my time at all so that's not what it's about um, I would do it if it literally did take five days I'd do it for like five thousand bucks not bad five thousand bucks for a week's worth of work yeah Shoot. I would take that all day every days yeah <sighs> just says yeah, but it, it, it's not worth that though so I don't probably I don't think I'll ever get that oh well, you know, you know what I did read. Um, I, I read probably I got it early in the summer or early in the spring. I think I don't know. Um, 
but it's called The Last Beholder, and it's by um, Meg Beam and Aaron Hicksmoon. Yes, I saw oh, you talking think, about it. I hadn't read it, but I saw you talking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's really, like, legitimately good. Like, what I write aren't really books. They're just kind of, like, really stupid e-books, you know, but this is, like, a legit book. Um, really, it's kind of like, uh, it's got, like, a Narnia feel to it and kind of... Uh, it's like a, a, a magical kind of fantasy kind of story, but it's still like a really good story, not just like, you know, 600 pages of Lord of the Rings where they're talking about language, <laughs> health language or whatever. Yeah, I guess like it Yeah, it's a, it's a legit good story, um, but it's available on Amazon right now, and I highly recommend it to everybody. Okay, The Last Beholder. Yep, The Last Beholder. Okay. Not to be confused with The Last Bear Holder, which yeah, no, that's a it totally didn't end well. Book. Didn't end well for that guy. No, yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. He, That's the he end was of the last Le- one. Legends of the Fall. <laughs> that's such a good movie, and that's it rewatchable, too. Very good movie. Gosh, Brad Pitt, why are you so that much? Why? I don't know, but he's fantastic. I can't, have you seen uh, the trailer for Killing Him Softly? Uh, yes, yes, and he looks legit in it. It does, it <sighs> totally does. He's so good. And he's got World War Z coming out. Oh, dude, I want to see that so bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get off on that. No, good. no, it's fine. Like, I know it's literally fine. as little as you can about it, but all the little things I know about it make me really excited about it. Yeah, there's there's not much to have to know, you know? It's going to be awesome yeah. because it's about zombies and rapids in it, so the end. Yeah, done. I'll have all... Yes, I'll take two, please. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now, I had, um, I had some good stuff. Like, I had a... Uh, like usually, you know, I've done with my second episode. I did a zombie apocalypse team pick with Jared Holly or with Jared Clifton. They're the same mm-hmm. person. Um, and uh, and I was going to do that again with you because I know you you write a, a serial novel. Um, mm-hmm. Those that remain, correct. Mm-hmm. I always get that's the title. actually that's that's going on Amazon this week. Oh, um, nice! I'm gonna start releasing chapters on it now. Um, just to totally hijack what you were talking about so I can promote myself. No, so that's I'm, what you're here for. Do it. This is why I would be in Ravenclaw, by the way. Um, <laughs> because you're smart yeah, to promote your book during an interview where I'm supposed to be promoting you, but I talk about stupid crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess primarily maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm, I've been putting them on my blog for free, and I'm going to continue that um, for, I think, a few weeks, but then I'm going uh, to basically what I want to do is kind of release them as like seasons, almost like a TV season, you know? Yeah. Um, and each chapter will be a new episode and uh, I'll, I'm going to sell those on Amazon for 99 cents and then the whole season will be like 10 bucks but the big difference will be um, on Amazon, like you're, you're a character in it, so yes. in your chapter, your name will be hyperlinked to your I'm assuming your blog, it'll be your choice but uh, that way people who kind of aren't in our circle or universe who come across it and read it they'll be able to visualize who you are by going to your site or also be exposed like you know what you do and everything so if they like you they can you know read more about you but kind of make it a little more interactive in that sense that's is, is what i'm going for two questions one can it link to my zanka page from <laughs> freshman year of college <laughs> done okay and two two um I like that you're linking it so they can find out more about the character 
And before you released my character, you sent me an email saying, hey, man, I just want to let you know your character's a complete idiot. And I'm not saying that you're like that, but that's who he is. He's a pothead idiot. And and now you're saying that you're linking so they can find out more about the character, which is apparently based in truth. That's number two. Okay. That's it. There's, two wasn't a question. I got the answer I wanted on one. Two isn't a question. Two was more of a statement, it yeah. felt like. Yeah, um, two was more of a declarative statement. Yeah. Okay. I wish you could find that email that I sent, because I meant it in the best way. Like You did. You said it really nice. And here's the thing. You could have said, look, I'm doing exactly as I perceive you from the internet, because we hadn't met at this point. And you, you could have said, I'll do exactly as you appear, and just so you know what people think of you. And yeah, I'm some pothead. Or idiot. No, Dang to, it. I'm going to dead that. I don't know if I if I told you this or if I said in the email, but this is 100% true what I'm about to say. You are based on a guy I used to work with. Like, you totally pulled from him. I changed the name to your name, but ever, otherwise it's exactly him. Well, I still don't want him to die. Is that bad? I want my namesake to live. You want him to live? Well, you, I think you're the, you're the longest tenured real character in the story so far. Well, no, well the guy that I worked with, he's still alive too. He, oh yeah, yeah. The the the, the dad. Sam, I think. Yeah. yeah. Is it bad that I don't know my character's own names? Is that, it bad? No, it's okay. I, I almost it's got the bad. name of the book series mixed up because you sent out another email asking for recommendations on which title you liked, and I said I like this one the most, this one second, this one third, and you picked one that I picked fourth. The only one I didn't <laughs> list, and that's the one you went with. <laughs> Well, I think you have similar taste as uh, my wife, Ashley. Anything, like, I'll be like, okay, I'll, I'll usually send, like, an email like that and get insight, and then I'll ask her. And whatever I prefer, or, like, the majority prefers, she always lists as last every single time. <laughs> every single time. There you go. Yep. There you go. A wives, like, Amanda, she'll watch a video, and she'll go, I'll, like, play it, and I'll go, what'd you think? She'll go, I would change this and this and this. And I go, cool, I've already published it to the internet. All right? So it's staying the way it is. She's like, uh, all right, whatever. Every time, every video, that's how it goes. I uh, love it. Uh, I, I like, okay, you've seen uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Oh, yes. I'm here to murder my, you. One of my favorite scenes is when he's flashing back to like when he was working on his rock opera and he plays the song for her and he's like what you think and she's like uh it was interesting he's like let me play it again she's like no don't play it again and (laughs) i think that's my wife a lot of times like she's like i don't know what you do and it's really weird and i just don't want to know yeah yeah exactly that's amanda see amanda gets on like these kicks where she's like she's like i want to know everything you do let me know i want to know and then i show her and she's like oh another thing like another thing and I'm like you said you want me to to show you what I do and she's like yeah. I do just don't make so much <laughs> yeah she's like I do I just didn't think I'd regret it as quickly yeah, as I, I do what I do yeah gosh chicks man right alright so I'm sorry we were gonna do and I had adapted the zombie apocalypse team because I think you did it on yours with clay I think y'all made teams yes. but I think y'all had a theme I think it was like a yeah we did TV characters TV and I character. picked like the worst TV 
team ever, and he picked the best. And no, it was really no, you had Tina Fey on your team, so who cares who else you had? Whatever amount of life you have left is going to be amazing with Tina Fey on your team. Right? That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, like I'm doomed anyway. Might as well have fun. Yeah, no joke. Uh, so I yeah. kind of uh, changed it, and I made it uh, more of a Hunger Games team. But mm. we're we're really croaching on time here, and I have to do my, my two staple segments. So uh, here's the deal. I'm going to assume that maybe you'll come back at another date and be on 100%. here. 100%. Okay, thank you. Or you could come on Extra Bacon and we could do it there. I don't want to steal it. No, it's fine. Uh, it's really yours. Literally anything I do, I'm just taking from you. So <laughs> let's just let's just get real with it. Uh, I appreciate that. Okay. That's not true, but I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm like, you're like Jungle to Jungle with Tim Allen, and I'm like that Jungle to Jungle they made like two years later that was the exact same movie with less famous people. <laughs> do you remember that? I don't remember that. Like, I, you do or don't? You say don't? I don't. I uh, definitely don't. Look I, it up. I don't remember what they called it, but I'm not kidding. It is literally the exact same movie with different people. Like, it's not a sequel. It's not a prequel. It's a literal remake with worse people. Like, it's... It, and it was not like Jungle to Jungle was like The Matrix anyways, you know? And then they remade right. it. And it was a, a professional movie, not even a web series. It was just ridiculous. I don't, so it's not like... It's not like Spider-Man and then The Amazing Spider-Man. It would be like just Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire and then like Spider-Man with uh, Hannah Montana's brother. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That was exactly <laughs> what it is. You, you straight up, you nailed that so well. Okay. All right. Now it's time for a segment called I Stole This From Comedy Bang Bang. Would you rather? You ready for the music? Mm-hmm. We don't have any. Okay, you ready to go to the oh, segment? Oh, man, I was going to be impressed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Usually what I have people do is I have one person do the beat. Like, I'll do the beat, and then you sing the intro. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll here. do the beat. You, you sing it because no. I don't know the words. Well, I, I can't because I have to do the singing for the next intro. Okay. And and by and if you said you don't know the words. That's literally me and the people every time we do the intros. <laughs> So you just make it up, okay? Okay. 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 Here's your beat. What's what's the segment? It's called Would, Would You rather? rather. Like I'm gonna make you choose between two things. Yeah. Here, here we go. I want to see how long you can hold that. I kind of wish that was my intro for the extra bacon that Joseph won't make me. So. Would you rather? Nailed it. Oh, thank you. Gosh, I was running was out good. of air really fast. I was going to go like two more minutes, but I thought, nah. nah. Dude, I was, did you notice I changed beats every time? Like, I didn't know. I couldn't remember <laughs> my previous beat, so I would just start making another thing. Oh, that was awful. Okay. That's good. All right. Um, I was supposed to interview Tyler Stanton, like my third episode, and I had a really, mm-hmm. really good one, but he like had to push it back because of Catalyst, and then I never we – we just – it doesn't look like it's happening. You ready? I'm giving you this, okay, and I'm really proud of this. Yeah. Okay, and I'm doing this – well, you and him started TV Asylum together, and it's mm-hmm. – let's just say you have a few more posts than he does on it. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna give it to you. You ready? Uh huh. Okay. Would you rather 
never get to watch television again or have to hold Richard Simmons' hand every waking moment. For the rest of my life? For the rest of your life. Okay, now, here's the deal. You don't want to just pick. That's not how these things go. All right, you... There's like a top layer, and then you dig a little bit, Mr. Clampett, and you're going to find oil. Okay? There's a lot of stuff under the surface. So you just got to keep asking me questions. Okay. 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 All right. So it's you're talking about for the rest of my life. Yes. For both of these. Um, what about for the rest of his life? Um, he, will, he will die exactly two years before you will, but you will still have to abide by these. You will still have to hold his his dead hand. That's kind of depressing. Yeah, it's only for two years. Okay. Um, what? Let me ask you this. Let me play the scenario out. Okay. What if, when? Okay. What if, like, I drove out to the desert with him because I'm holding his hand, okay. right? Gotcha. And I cut it off. Okay. And. You know, whatever happened to him happened. I don't, I don't really care because it's Richard Simmons. You, re- you don't I know. Kept... Wait, do you know who Richard Simmons is? Wait, that's the exercise guy, right? The what? The exercise guy. Yes. Okay. Just making sure. Okay. Okay. Making sure. Sh- making sh- for some for a second there, I worried he was like a serious actor, and I was like in trouble. No, I think there's a um, Richard Simmons that uh, that has, owns like a a rap uh, label. I want to say, or something. Okay, sorry, go ahead. This isn't him. This is the exercise like a pony guy. Go ahead. Okay. Cut, you cut his okay. hand off in the <laughs> desert. He's probably flailing about in short shorts. <laughs> right, right. Maybe he dies, maybe he doesn't. I'm not saying I want him to die. I'm just saying whatever happens, happens. Yeah. You know? um, so I keep, I keep his hand, right? And then I like wrap it in a tight cast right up against mine so that we're, we're technically holding hands. Okay. But you can't see his hand. And it's in a it's in a really like it's in a cast where I can do things, not like it's still cumbersome, you know. But I can still like wave and it not be weird, yeah. you know. It just looks like I have a massive hand injury. Okay, okay. Would that count? Here is what you're allowed to do. Okay, as far as you went with your scenario, you can't cut him off at his hand. You would have to cut him off through at least one pectoral. Like you would have to cut him from the shoulder around the pectoral and half of his body like his rib cage essentially is what you're outlining and you could carry you could carry that around but that's as that's as close as you can trim up to your arm you cannot cover it up the only thing you can cover it up with is a tank top on the rib part of the body and you have to change it every, once every 3 days you have to change his tank top that's not cool that is not cool well just the rules um, i didn't make the rules man it's the way the game let, let me ask this as as messed up as this is could i i don't even know if i want to ask it you're doing it but but this is tv so you know extreme measures what if i did that i could cut it off at the pectoral rib cage area yeah and then had the cat had the like the skin removed from it okay and then like melted it onto my skin so i'm still in contact with that whole so you're not concerned about looks you're concerned about convenience for carrying this thing around that's exactly right okay no it has to stay freestanding like you can drag it on the ground if you wish but you can't like the closest you can come to attaching it to your body is if you use belts you bought from the buckle and you belt it to your body on the outside of your clothes 
Okay, so I could carry it around like one of those, like like cans on the back of a car that says "Just Married." Yeah, yeah, but it has to be oh. to your side, not to your back. You can hold the hand, and then you can like tuck it up under your arm and strap it to your side. It makes you wider. You can't make it on the back like Quasimodo. You're more like st- hmm. stuck on you or stuck on me, whatever that Farley Brothers movie was. Fairly, I don't know their names. Yeah, that was inexplicably with Matt Damon. Yes, and Greg um, Kinnear. Yeah, so weird. So I could I could wrap it around my re- my my waist like a really bulky sweatshirt. Yes, yes, but on the outside. Just as long as I'm I'm still holding its hand. Yeah, but you have to use belts you bought from the buckle, which are a little pricier. Because they. Oh named man, it. this is hard. Because I've asked, gone straight to. Yeah, you haven't asked any. Like you're literally just trying to figure out how you can chop Richard Simmons up to not hear him talk, <laughs> make him convenient for you to carry, and still watch TV. Like you haven't even asked about the television stuff. <laughs> like you don't care. You you get the gra- You just want to see how you can make this work. Right. Like I skip. I get, I skip straight to the serial killer yeah. stuff, you which made is your, a little alarm. You made your decision. Like you didn't even ask, like. Here's the thing. You're gonna go to prison for cutting up Richard Simmons. Like, like I don't see why you're not taking that into consideration. Like, how is it convenient? Well, you'll be in jail, so you can watch like a crappy '50s TV, and you can only watch like Pleasantville and other Tobey Maguire movies, and maybe stuff featuring That's, Tom Hanks. Because I didn't really think out the whole part where like. Obviously, this will be publicized that I have to hold his hand to watch TV. Yeah. And then when he goes disappearing, like, <laughs> and the carrying- first person they're going to come to is probably me. Yeah, and you're carrying around literally, like, one-fourth <laughs> of his body. Yeah, they're going to suspect you probably not. <laughs> like, where's Richard Simmons? Oh, well, this guy was connected to his hand. Oh, he's still carrying around part of his body? Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened, man. Casey just, Anthony. Whatever. <laughs> What if I went swimming with him and like a shark ate most of them? Because I'm not choosing that. A shark just ate him. So okay. that's, that's not my fault, you know. Well, if if someone else or some other creature devours Richard Simmons, okay, you still have to hold onto his hand and whatever's attached, even if it's a finger, you have to hold between your fingers. But you have to hold the hand of whatever murdered him. So you're gonna have to hold that shark's hand with your other hand. Oh, that's just, I don't know so about that. Now you don't have any hands to use because you're still holding at least a couple fingers. And that's if you allow the shark to get that close to your hand. He could have bit you. I might be, I'm going to answer this question under protest of that response because I don't know. <laughs> that's tough. Because, well, I mean, if a shark attacks, Why does he have to die? Why can't you just hold his hand for the rest of your life? Because <laughs> I don't know if I can go on living with him by myself. I mean, you know Richard Simmons. You yeah. know you know who he is. I don't know that I can He's, handle that. Hey, I think you know, I'd rather take my chances. He'd be in such good shape, though. How encouraging would he be? He'd be like, come on, Knox. And you're going to be like, okay, Richard, I'm only riding left-handed, but cool. <laughs> what when, it, when he's with me, like, would I be able to watch TV in silence? Yeah, as long as he's quiet. I mean, he's still a human being. He still makes decisions. Well, we're, I think we need to assume that he's a super enthusiastic, like, non-compromising person oh, he probably he probably has some downtime too he doesn't talk for exactly 30 minutes a day the rest of the time he's talking and encouraging you to be the best you can be Knox well uh, what about the stuff that he does that makes him Richard Simmons will he stop doing that or do I have to go with him to do that no you'll be standing beside him in all his workout videos and all his cameos that's kind of a deal breaker you don't wanna, I think I'd rather just murder you him you don't want to be on TV no I, I, I don't want to have to be in the tanning bed have to go to the salon where he gets his like fro picked out or whatever. 
<laughs> I don't. I can't do all that. Well, you can take a laptop. You oh yeah. Also, you get free laptops if you choose this scenario. You get a free laptop every year of your choice. I don't know that I want a laptop that I can only use one hand on. Well, it, you know, they customized it, so it's like in Iron Man. You know, he just moves his hand around and it does all that. It's one of those laptops, so you can just move your I, left hand around and it'll choose all the words you want, and you just kind of move it to the letters. You don't have to type. Can you afford that kind of laptop? You can. You're married to or you're holding hands with Richard Simmons. He's really rich. <laughs> um, do do I have to hold hands with him my entire life, or just when I watch TV? Um, your entire life, except for when you're it's every, every waking moment. So, when you're asleep, you don't have to hold his hand. Is it like scientifically asleep, or can I fake being asleep? Nope, scientifically. Like as soon as you fall asleep, he goes, <sighs> and then like pulls his hand out, like pats you on the head, and walks off. So this is a this is a situation where I can't full the sense of sleep. Like I can't doze off. No, or I can't. It's one is one is his superpowers. Like he can detect. Yeah, he's also a superhero in this situation. So it's going to be hard for you to cut his body in half anyways. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, high-profile technology that I don't even know about in this scenario. Well, it doesn't – when you choose, it doesn't take place for another five years. So – Oh. I think – I think I'll say no more TV, and I'll just rely on movies. No, you can't watch movies either. No, you just said TV. Yeah, I know, but motion pictures – you can watch movies, but you have to watch them in a drive-in. Or just a theater. That's not TV. Nope. Drive-in, th- the t- it's in- indoors. Indoors counts as television because you're watching it on a screen indoors. I don't think that, I agree with that. Well, if that was the deal, you could just buy a projector and put it in your house, and then you're watching TV. Or it's the same as a movie theater. The no, I think that's, viola- that's violating the spirit of the law. The spirit of the law is television, like through the cable networks. Movies are the totally different animal. Well, you can't watch... I mean, you can't watch them at your house. You have to watch them at the theater. Listen, it was one thing with the shark and making me hold hands with the shark scenario. <laughs> this is a to- This is a, a whole nother wrongness that you're perpetrating here. Uh, I'm just telling you... Dude, I didn't make the rules. I'm just telling you how it is. I just don't... Yeah. I don't think I can live a life where I'm holding Richardson in hand. Mm-hmm. Well, then you have to go to the movie theater a lot if you want to see movies. And if you miss it before it comes out of the theater, you don't get to watch it. That sucks, but I, don't, I just I couldn't do it. Mm. All right. I, I value my alone time, so. All right. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, I can't argue with you. So that's your final decision? Final decision. All right, well, I feel good about that. All right, Knox. Well, let's see the judge's ruling. You chose correctly. TV is always right. TV is always right. Good job, Knox. Thank you. I'm proud of you, man. You've come a long ways. I feel good. You've come a long I'm, ways. I'm tired, but I feel really good about that. Like, yeah. I feel like it was worth it. Like I, <laughs> you did go. You were really deep into one side. Like you, you barely scratched <laughs> the surface of one side, and you got like mad. Like I'm giving you, like you're able to cut up Richard Simmons in any way you want. You're talking about murder, going to prison. You don't care. But I say that you can't watch movies at your house, and you get, oh, no, that's not even right. That's not right. You yeah. can't do that. And you've just told yeah. me you're going to murder a man before you even give him the chance to become your friend. Right. No. I mean, that, hey, that's where it breaks down here. You know, <laughs> let's cut to the chase. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. I'm probably going to be like on, on a lot of watch lists now, oh. but that's fine. 
No, that's fine. It's it's good. I mean, watch lists yeah. are what they what they are. You know, hello yeah. hello somebody. Yeah. They'll give you a watch. <laughs> okay, you ready? <laughs> you ready? All right, right now, uh-huh. real quick, I got to give a shout out to our sponsor. Our sponsor is today for today's show is Nike. Who cares? You'll wear us anyways. Okay. <laughs> All right, now it's time for the last segment, which is uh, titled "Shameless Self Promotions." Okay. So mm-hmm. essentially, what we're going to do is we're going to shameless self promote each ourselves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now. Okay. Um, we need to do the theme music. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. All right. I'm doing the music, right? You're doing the beat. Yeah, give me the beat. Okay, ready. You know where time is. Time for your shameless self-promotions. Shameless self-promotions. What you gonna talk about? Talk about yourself if you know how to talk. Say with your words and use your words to talk about yourself and say your things that you're doing in your life and you're doing in your head. Do it outside your head and on your hands and in the world. Wow, that was, that was the good. hardest beat to ever make any type of record. <laughs> Sounded like Seinfeld's theme music started taking crack. <laughs> I was trying to keep like a, a, a rhythm, but I like I've got awful rhythm anyway, so I was trying to keep rhythm to that, and it was just it was just falling. It was intense. I'm not gonna lie. It was, it was really intense. It was perfect. I mean, yeah. I don't think there's ever been music made better. Like we just hit the pinnacle of music. I think we did. I'm going to put that on iTunes later. All right, sweet. I'm going to buy it for $100 billion. Good. Okay. So, Knox, literally, you cannot get in trouble for talking about yourself too much. Like, you don't, you're like, Jared the Humbler is not here. He is just going to let you just say your thing. Okay. Like, go. Mm -hmm. Like, say anything you want. Talk about it. Promote it. Tell people where to get it. Everything. And you got a lot going on. That's why I'm really excited. Like, Everybody I've talked to, they all have stuff going on, but you've got like a lot of different projects that I really want to promote. So, like that, you've got a lot of stuff going on. I'm still talking. Uh, Your turn. Go. The, the, I'm really not great at this, so this is. You want me to do your part? This is hard. You want me to do it? Yeah, you can. You okay. can like be be the the wheels on the wheelchair. Okay. And and roll me forward through this. Okay, deal. All right, hey, Knox, I was really wanting a book. About Jesus and the Hunger Games. Really well written, around 45 pages, give or take. I don't know of an option out there, but I hope you find it. <laughs> is that good? Yeah, did I, that did I do that right? All right, right? We're switching places. I feel like I know enough about you, Knox. I can, I can do this. All right. Are you ready? John Travolta, John Travolta and Nicolas Cage face off. <laughs> Freaky Friday, Lindsay Lohan. All right. Ha, I'm Knox McCoy. Um, yeah, thanks, Tyler. I'll go ahead and talk about what I got going on. I just finished a book called Jesus and the Hunger Games, which um, you can sign up for my email list, and it might still be free. I'm not sure yet. But if not, it's still great to join my email list where I give out short, quick emails and inform me of things that are going on. Uh, you can buy the book off um, Amazon or create, uh, <clears throat> another website. And uh, <laughs> what was that website called, Tyler? <laughs> I like I like how you're voicing both. You're doing this way better than like our conversation would actually be. Oh, bullcrap! So. Bullcrap! What's uh, Tyler? What were you saying uh, about where I can get it on Amazon.com now? Correct. I know you checked several times to try to find it, and it wasn't up yet. But it's up now, isn't it? Yes. Okay, so Amazon. You can just go to KnoxMcCoy.com, which is my website, and you can uh, find it on there. It should be promoted. 
in the sidebar or in the post titled Jesus in the Hunger Games. Um, also, I have a website called TV Asylum, which I post to and have some writers on there. They're really great. Um, and then I also post to my website, knoxmccoy.com. Um, you're more than welcome to buy my first book, Jesus and the Bachelorette, and, yes. which is a great book. I, I wrote it. I know it's great. You read it. You thought it was great. Um, let's see. I've also got um, a YouTube page, which you can go subscribe to, which you can get to through my website. Just go to one of my short videos I did for Extra Bacon. Speaking of Extra Bacon, it's the best podcast on the Internet compared to this podcast. And so uh, you can go to Extra Bacon. It's uh, X, no E, X-T-R-A-B-A-C-O-N, that's how you spell bacon, dot com. Take you to there, and you can find a lot of stuff from there. Um, Tyler, is there anything I'm missing about myself? Um, no, that's, that's pretty good. We, we talked about the those that remain oh. um, that you can find on, on your website. Yes. Knox. Yeah, just search my website a little bit, and there's those that remain. It's a serial novel about zombies i've done probably eight or nine chapters by now or eight or nine postings i believe and it's uh it's building itself into a nice little book uh, i even mentioned yeah, tyler I, in it i think you're working on chapter 12 right now mm-hmm. well i'll tell you one thing i know you're excited to read it because you read it as soon as it comes out stop everything what you're doing <laughs> you could be in a meeting who cares parents can wait <laughs> so that's how i do it so yeah, yeah that's exactly right yeah you're a great educator tyler tyler tell us what you got going on This is where we reverse the face-off. Because <laughs> you don't know anything I've got going on. <laughs> okay. No, because I, like, I'm even worse. Um, I'm just, I'm just bad at promotion in general. No, it's okay. I don't have anything going on. All right, sweet. Thank you, Knox, for everything. You've, uh, you've taken your morning, and you've taken a huge chunk out of it, productivity-wise, and you've put. Was, it- was this, was this the first morning version of Talk Hugs? This is the first AM. Like anything AM version of Talk Hugs, like recorded in the morning on a drive to work for me. I've got a lot of technology. My laptop has seven minutes left of recording time. <laughs> you probably hear a lot of traffic. If you hear something moving around, it's because I hit the brakes a couple times because I almost hit trucks and cars in front of me on the interstate. <laughs> and my microwave that I'm carrying to work fell into my seat. So if you hear that, that was that. <laughs> uh, other than that. Yeah, and Knox, I'm guessing you're not driving to work because it sounded like you were stationary. Nope. Yep, I'm at my desk, so I'm, I'm good. I'm very impressed with you, though. Thanks. I do a lot of stuff while I'm driving, which is super unsafe, and I really don't want to have a wreck, and I feel like I'm jinxing that right now. I think, I think you're a very confident driver, so oh. as long as I've known you, you've always done stuff while you're driving, so well, I think you're safe. That's, you know what, Knox? You are the only person I know that says I am a confident driver. <laughs> like... <laughs> My like my wife doesn't even know how much crap I do driving. She thinks I'm an awful driver. That's when I'm focused. <laughs> my best my best friend Chris he agrees with her, and they just bat, gang, tag team make fun of me. So it's just yeah. But I think maybe you're the best podcasting driver out there. Can we say it like that? Um, you know what? I'm not kidding. I'll take a participation ribbon on this one. I don't even care. I'll take whatever I can get. For people just to say nice things about my driving so that it matches up with how I think of myself in my head. That's fair. All right. Knox, thanks again. You're Tyler, always a pleasure. You're let's A+. Let's do it again. Hey, let's do it right now. You ready? Let's. Just another one. Ready hey, to go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talk Hugs. This is Knox, Tyler Tarver, Knox McCoy's to, um, to come. <laughs> Ugh.
Okay, we're done. Hey everybody, thank you for listening once again. Make sure you go to knoxmccoy.com and essentially buy or purchase or spend money on everything he's got going because it's all legit. Knox is good. Him's good peoples. As they said in the Queen Latifah movie like 40 billion times. But it's okay because combo was at rap. Um, okay, if you want, I'm tylertarver.com. The actual website, I have my website that I speak. This is the way I talk when you type in. Oh, stupid. Go to at tylertarver on Twitter. Follow me. Um, go to my website, tylertarver.com. I already said that. I've said it twice now, so it's reinforcement, repetition, reinforcement. Um, TalkHugs.com, you can add TalkHugs on Twitter. Also, if you want a free audiobook of my book, Letters to Famous People, all you can do is go to iTunes, give TalkHugs five stars, and leave a comment. And just email me at TalkHugs at gmail.com. Just say, hey, I read you five stars. Where's my free audiobook? And I'll be like, look, I've got like 10% left to read, and then I'll publish it. And like, you'll get like all of it. Like, Jeff Holm and Emily Mater aren't married anymore, but whatevs. TalkHugs.com. You're so beautiful. Thanks, Knox. Thanks, you. Thanks, all of the worlds.